0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the Black Crows with Baxt- to Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's uh, going to be cloudy and then uh, could see some chances of some rain showers throughout the day with a high of 72. Uh,
0: tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 71. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. Chris Kelly from MGM Springfield is going to be joining us today.
1: Yes, uh, right about 845. We'll talk about all the good things going on at MGM this summer.
0: So there's that. I will also tell you uh, the next keyword to cash after eight o'clock,
1: and we'll do a round of uh, M I V A. We haven't done
0: that in a while. No, we haven't, Steve. And we'll. It's a. It's a great day to do it. Yes. Why didn't we do that last week? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Because I was only here two days. Oh, that's true. You could have done it the way. You could have done it Thursday and Friday. I would never have known. Well, actually, you were here. Th- well, I got two days because it was a short week. Right. All right. Don't confuse me now. Right? I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to. That's just the way it works out. It's 5:36. With Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. One and Fleetwood Mac with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. Going to be uh,
1: cloudy and then possibly rainy this afternoon with a highest 72 tomorrow. Cloudy with a highest 71. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house.
2: Somehow, you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash.
1: This uh, pandemic made a lot of people realize that uh, work is not life, and there should be a clear boundary between the two. Well, Martha Stewart doesn't think that way. She's an old school slave driver. That's what she is. Really? Yeah, if you work for her, you better be available, like, all the time. One time she called an employee on Sunday and the guy told her he couldn't talk because he was taking a bath. She says, quote, I knew I couldn't work with that person. I just couldn't.
0: She Would you adds, rather have a stinking guy working for her company?
1: Well, I, I don't know. She adds, quote, if you can't talk on a Sunday and you take umbrage that I'm calling you on a Sunday, you know, if you're a terribly religious person, I take that into consideration. But I knew this guy was not a terribly religious person. It's exciting. Business is exciting. I want people to feel that way about business. In her defense, Martha's own work ethic is off the charts, and she's down for whatever, whenever, wherever. All right. Yeah, Sunday is my day. It's not Martha's day. There's uh, no hierarchy in life. I will wash the floor if I have to wash the floor. I'll take out the garbage if nobody else is taking out the garbage. The CEO should be available to everybody at all times if possible. I bet you if we called her, she wouldn't even answer the phone.
0: Well, she's not our CEO.
1: Well, no, but...
0: If a CEO would be promoting your company,
1: yeah, but if, if you're even, not available,
0: if you call any random CEO, they're just gonna you're just gonna go write the voicemail.
1: Well, maybe we should uh, try getting her,
0: see what happens, see if she's available to available us. Available to us. I'll call her on Sunday uh, while she's taking a bath.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger, docu series about Arnold Schwarzenegger hits Netflix tomorrow, and Arnold doesn't hold back. In one segment, he talks about telling his wife Maria Shriver. That he had a baby with the housekeeper. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, Maria. I can't even do the voice. What? What do you? <laughs> Maria, I have something to tell you. Who is that? That's uh, a very poor impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh,
0: see, I think it's uncanny now that you admit it. Maria,
1: I, I, I have to tell you that I couldn't keep my <laughs> Schwarzenegger out of the housekeeper.
0: <laughs> I pumped iron.
1: Yeah. Right in Uh, the
0: delivery room.
1: Yeah, it was during a counseling session that Maria made it clear she wanted to know if Joseph Baina was Arnold's illegitimate son, and he fessed up, he says, quote, She was crossed because of that. Well, because the baby was born with, like, rock-solid abs. Right. He takes responsibility, though. He goes, I think I've caused enough pain for my family of my F-up. Everyone had to suffer. Maria had to suffer. The kids had to suffer. Joseph, his mother, everyone. <laughs> Why does he not sound Austrian anymore and sounds more like a... I don't know what he sounds like. I don't know. Uh, but he adds, quote, I don't want to make Joseph feel like he is not welcomed in this world. Because It sounds like uh, like Dracula. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? Kind of like Dracula on steroids. Because he very much welcomed in this world. I love him and he has turned out to be an extraordinary young man. With I a gotta, house cleaner, I got to work on that uh, Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah, voice. You, you might
0: want to. And she was a, the like the house cleaner. She was the housekeeper. Housekeeper. He
1: was, he was banging the housekeeper, uh, probably while Maria was out doing a Dateline episode. You know, I always wondering if like Mister Brady and Alice ever got together. I I don't think Mister Brady even got together with Mrs. Brady. I really? Think, uh, I think uh, I think Mister Brady was more of a Sam the butcher kind. I don't of I don't know about that. Wanting to check out the sides of beef. Or pork in the
0: cooler, the, the the meat locker.
1: Yeah, remember when Greg and uh, and Peter got stuck in the uh, meat locker? It was not. Uh, wasn't it was Sam it? and Peter?
0: Did Sam get stuck in there? I think it was Sam and Peter. They got. Uh, I, see, I don't know.
1: My 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 Brady memory
0: is fogged. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah,
1: like you, you try to think about stuff and you intertwine other episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it happens all the time.
1: Uh, Chrissy Teigen decided to do a deep dive into her history and that included signing up with 23andMe and it told her she had an identical twin uh, This threw her through a loop. She said quote at this point. I'm making excuses for my actually She said at this point. I am making excuses my whole life. Who is that Chrissy Teigen? Uncanny. I'm like this is why I'm so called abandoned bandit because my twin was ripped away <laughs> from me. This is why I always felt I have something missing, and this is why I have addiction issues. <laughs>
0: that's that's that, the reason. Uh,
1: because it was all a mix-up. Chrissy had previously done 23andMe for the PBS TV show, Finding Your Roots, but they ran uh, ran her info under a fake name to protect her privacy. In other words, Chrissy matched with herself, just under a different name. So there was no, there was no twin. There is no twin. She didn't have some weird person... Uh, you know, that she's related to, that her parents gave up when she was little. Uh, Drew, Mar- uh, Drew Barrymore fired back at tabloids that said uh, she wished her mom was dead based on quotes from a new interview. She said uh, they've been effing with
0: her life ever since she was 13
1: and they twisted her words.
0: I mean, that family's got uh, its share of problems. Yeah, they like do. Generations back.
1: What, what? Who was her parents? Her parents were... Uh, Famous people too, right?
0: <clears throat> well, who, her her grandfather or great grandfather was, I believe, Lionel Barrymore. Right. Was Either. that the
1: guy we used to have on the show? No. Talked about uh, conspiracy theories and no. things
0: like that. No, different uh, different guy. No, Lionel Barrymore was a very famous, brilliant actor in ah. his day.
1: The guy who made the train set?
0: No, 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 Steve. That's Lionel trains. Right. You're
1: thinking of something totally different. Taylor Swift never commented on the ignorant things her boyfriend said earlier this year, and maybe she never will because they've already broken up. Taylor was first spotted hanging out with Maddie Healy of the 1975 in May, shortly after she ended her six-year relationship with Joe Alwyn. Uh, but her own fans kind of turned on her because of some racist, misogynistic, and homophobic, homophobic comments Maddie made on a podcast back in February. There's no word if that had anything to do with the breakup. A source says, quote, they're both extremely busy and realize they're not really compatible with each other.
0: Yes. Well, at least they can find that out now. When's the song about this breakup coming out?
1: Well, uh, that'll be the next tour, and those tickets will be $2,000 <laughs> instead of 1500 And Kim Kardashian made fun of uh, Kendall Jenner by having her daughter North wear a T-shirt that says the starting five, and it's five basketball players that Kendall has dated. That's kind
0: of... Yeah, that's, she, uh, that's, kinda, that's something to say.
1: Well, no, Kim had a lot of balls
0: to make that shirt. Oh, yes, yeah. she did. Yeah, and, and I'm sure she had a lot to say. She
1: goes, oh, my God, the last time I had balls like this was when I sauteed Ray J's seedless grapes and sack butter <laughs> in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. And Caitlin? Oh, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once uh, ate the cream puff in the Enchanted Forest. Okay. I gave her inside belly button
0: tickles. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm
1: trying to say is I swabbed the poop deck of the tuna schooner.
0: Ah, oh, there you go. Did you ever have that one? No, not uh, not the tuna schooner. Would you like to take a boat ride? I'm still trying to do the
2: inside belly tickles.
1: Captain Hazelwood is at the helm.
0: <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash on Rock
1: 102. Hiya.
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey,
0: good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Hey, I don't know about you, but for me, there's always a sense of pride whenever a professional athlete with a local connection to the 413 area code breaks through the impervious wall of total obscurity and then suddenly makes a name for himself, and today just happens to be one of those days, a day where I can pull up my chair and proudly talk about former UMass cornerback Isaiah Rogers, now playing for the Indianapolis Colts in the National Football League. Now you might wonder what Isaiah Rogers might have done to have thrust himself into the national spotlight, and you might wonder how proud the folks of the UMass campus might be knowing that today Isaiah Rogers is currently under investigation for potential violations to the league's well-established gambling policy. According to reports, Rodgers is under investigation after he created a sportsbook account under a different name, and from there it is believed he had placed more than 100 bets over a period of time on games that may have included the Indianapolis Colts. And while most of those bets were placed in the $25 to $50 range, it is still considered a gross violation of NFL rules. Meanwhile, the Colts have acknowledged that there is in fact an investigation going on and Isaiah Rogers later tweeted that he's taking full responsibility for his actions, adding, I made an error in judgment and I'm going to work hard to make sure those mistakes are rectified through this process. Okay, but isn't it wonderful when a local kid does great, then does really bad stuff and then takes responsibility for ignoring all those rules that he was supposed to follow? I certainly think so. Will Isaiah serve out a long suspension? Will he be fined for those mistakes? Will he ruin his once promising football career? Will the UMass Alumni Association still be contacting him to make quarterly donations to the University Scholarship Fund? I bet you 25 to 50 bucks that they probably will. In fact, I might just double down and wager that all of those things are likely to happen. Because if there's one thing about the NFL rulebook, if you're a player, it's your responsibility to read it, understand it, and then live by it. Otherwise, you're set to become another UMass student who might be forced to move back in with their parents. But hey, never my Yappin sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. John worked construction for many years, and now John works in the Power tool Department at the Liberty Street Rockies. When you're talking Power Tools, you're talking to John. Good people, rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. rock 102 springfield classic rocket 613 and queen we're back to Nagel on rock 102 gonna be uh cloudy today with the uh, high of 72
1: could see a rain shower or two here and there throughout the pioneer valley tomorrow uh partly to mostly sunny with a high of 70 it's 50 right now in downtown springfield Did you uh by the way before we get into what we're getting into uh the the haze in the air from that wildfire it's, it's yeah like the the canadian wildfires you could smell the smoke yesterday, like a little bit. It was like a little uh, like a hickory
0: almost. Oh, well, see, I don't know. I I thought it was more like a mesquite. No, it was actually like a
1: like a burning smell, like a plastic uh type of Well, mm. I, I I guess you could describe it as a plastic type of smell, but it wasn't
0: Could it was, you could you smoke smell. like a pork butt with that with that plasticky uh, smell? I don't think you'd want to do that. I don't know, Steve. Uh plastics. Mouthwatering.
1: Speaking of smell, Springfield's sewer system discharged nearly 50,000 gallons of wastewater into the Mill and Connecticut rivers on Sunday.
0: That's 50,000 gallons
2: of, of wastewater.
1: <laughs> it's called the Springfield Pustu. That's what it is. <laughs> it's uh, This is not the first instance of sewage being discharged really, with 6 million gallons of sewage overflowing into the river on May 24th. The most recent discharge came from pipes near the end of Long Hill Street around 8.35 p.m. uh, Sunday, the uh, Springfield Water and Sewer Commission reported. Communities affected Sunday were Springfield, Agawam, and Longmeadow. Oh, no. Springfield's old and outdated drainage system shares the same uh, pipes between sewers and storm drains, forcing an overflow of water sewage when rainstorms occur. Sewage overflow should only be an issue for a few more months since the four-year, $137 million York Street pump station project is about to be completed this summer. The project, which began construction on West Columbus Avenue in 2019, will result in the wastewater being piped from Springfield under the Connecticut River to the Springfield Regional Wastewater Treatment Facility on Bondi's Island in Angawam. The hope is that sewage discharge Discharges will decrease dramatically because of the increased capacity. On June 11, Springfield is hosting the Ironman 70.3 Western
0: Massachusetts, which includes a 1.2 mile swim in the river. Which is perfect because I've because I've been in training to swim through raw sewage. Uh,
1: yes, the uh, Springfield Water and Sewer Commission strongly recommends avoiding contact with polluted water bodies for 48 hours after discharge, leaving enough time for dilution before the Iron Man takes place. I believe we have some uh, we have some audio from the upcoming Iron Man swim race.
2: What's that smell? Oh, that would be me. I've been swimming in raw sewage. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's the signal. Let's go. That was,
1: the, that was the only reason why we did this this whole thing.
0: Yeah, just, just to get the...
1: Just to get this clip in. Now, from the naked gun, Now, this is I'm focused on the scene now. What's his name? Uh, George Kennedy yeah. is in the SWAT van with all the other cops. They're waiting for Frank Drebin to give the signal of, I love it. And as they do that, they go, that's the signal. And they try to open the door, but they backed into the telephone pole so they can't open the door. And O.J. Simpson is hanging <laughs> from the telephone line. It's such a stupid movie but it's so funny. It still makes me laugh though. It's little little pieces like that. But the, the 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 sewage, thing, going back to the sewage thing. I can't believe that people eat fish out of there.
0: Um yes, but if you if you know that raw sewage is going to be in the the river uh well, I mean, you you just you wait forty eight hours and that uh, that fish gets clean. I mean, it's in water all day.
1: Isn't the best time to go fishing right after a rainstorm? <laughs> <laughs> that's when they really start biting. But uh, but yeah, I I, I know. Uh, well, Pat Kelly goes fishing down there all the time. Yeah, that's Bob, one of the reasons I've met, never gone with him. That guy that used to work here, Bob Kester, used to go and fishing down there all the time.
0: I Think he still does, in fact.
1: But I like. How do you eat that fish, knowing that you're right? Ne- I mean, I get it that it's. Well, normally well, it's filtered <laughs> right. when it goes into the sewage treatment plant right. and then gets discharged back into the river. But this is overflow.
0: Ooh. Ooh, yeah, this is the stuff that they can't uh, quite catch. Yeah. I would be uh, more curious to know about the organizers, the Iron Man 70.3 Western Massachusetts run on uh, on June 11th. I mean, that's only, what, five days away yeah, so- uh, from today? I and mean, then, you know, one and a half mile swim in the river? With all that raw sewage, I mean, I suppose it's possible that uh, you know the river will be clean after forty-eight hours of the discharge. But it's supposed to rain today, and that's going to make it more, uh, more putrid, I would think.
1: So, is, is Iron Man is that's like a triathlon thing, right?
0: Yeah, it's 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 running, it's swimming, uh, it's uh, bicycling. Yeah, uh, you know, the bicycles. Yeah, uh, you can get through that okay in the, in Springfield. you got plenty of bike paths all over the place. Uh, the running, yeah, you, a lot of people are, you know, running for shelter in Springfield. That uh, that makes sense. Not a lot of people swimming in the Connecticut River, generally speaking.
1: Yeah, do you think that it, that's probably the last thing they do? I would imagine because you're wet. You're yes. running, cycling. You'd want to do those things first before you went and. Yeah, that's jumped right. In the river. That's right. So, do you right. think when the time they all get to the river, they're like, "Ooh, I can't go in there." <laughs> <laughs> you know, get right to the edge. Listen, like,
0: oh. I, I've been training for months for this uh, for this event. I've been uh, I've been bicycling. I've been running. I have been swimming in pools, but uh, I have not taken the time to do like a like a swan dive into raw sewage.
1: I want to I want to see at the end when the guy who wins they are like, yeah, I'm number one, and then the other guy goes, yeah, but you smell like number two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are they passing out at the, the, ref, the refreshment tables? You know, when they're like running past, or you know, they get all out, they all get out of the water.
1: What's this brown water? That you're-
0: <laughs> do you get a banana
1: with that too, yeah, and like, an orange? Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah.
0: I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure I could stomach that after yeah. all that sewage. Well, that,
1: my friends, is
0: gross. I love it. <laughs> 6:20 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Your husband? Yes. Your dentist?
3: No. Your brother?
0: Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock at 6:27 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Gonna yeah, be rainy today. Uh, later on this afternoon, anyway. With
1: a high of 72 tomorrow, sunny with a high of 70. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, Chris Kelly from MGM Springfield's gonna join us later on this morning. Also, uh, the keyword to cash your chance at winning a thousand dollars coming up after eight o'clock.
1: All right, you ready to laugh? I am.
2: All right. It's Bax Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you? On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's classic rock. (laughs) Uh, Let's see.
1: I don't know if I can tell this one or not. Well, we'll try it anyway trucker's driving down the road late one night, right? Yeah, and uh, when he notices something uh, wiggling on the side of the road, uh, curiosity gets the best of him, and he pulls over to investigate. And once he gets up close, he sees it's a naked man, bound, gagged, and left for dead. <laughs> the setup is already funny. <laughs> Isn't it hilarious? <laughs> the uh, trucker removes the gag, and the man immediately said, Oh, thank God you stopped. I've been stranded out here all night. I picked up a hitchhiker, and as soon as we started off, he pulled a gun, kidnapped my wife, and kids stole my car, stole my wallet, and maybe stripped naked and tied me up out of here. And uh, the truck driver chuckled, put the gag back in the man's mouth, and as he undressed himself,
0: he said, Well, tonight just ain't your night, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you can't say that one on the radio. No, yeah. absolutely not. That's when you ask the trucker,
1: How's your Peter
0: Bill? <laughs>
2: Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: Here's your- 632 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rom Go to Gary Rom today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. The Springfield Police Department arrested two people after seizing a loaded firearm while going to a call of a man armed with a gun. Spokesman Ryan Walsh said around four thirty-five PM on the thirteen hundred block of Worcester Street. I believe it's pronounced Worcester. Whatever, Mr. Marquette. Officers received a call about a man that was armed with a gun. Assisting officers located the suspected vehicle and performed a traffic stop near the intersection of Page Boulevard and Rocus Street. I never heard of Rocus Street. Rocus? Rocus. R O C U S. The uh, driver, who was later identified as 22-year-old K. Ron Spencer, was the passenger, and the passenger, 21-year-old Amaya Pinkney, were uh, detained during the investigation. Inside the vehicle, officers found an illegally possessed firearm with 11 rounds of ammunition. Uh, They were both charged with multiple charges, and uh, everything is still under investigation. I'll be damned. Uh, An elderly man from Greenfield was rescued from his car before it fully caught fire on I-91 in Waitley afternoon. Massachusetts State Trooper James DeAngelis uh, said that around 1.50 p.m., troopers were called to reports of a vehicle fire with a person still inside on I-91 South at a mile marker 33 in Waitley. Upon arrival, troopers assisted the driver out of the 2011 Hyundai Accent. Within minutes of escaping the vehicle, it became fully engulfed in flames. The driver, an 80-year-old man from Greenfield... Was taken to the hospital with minor injuries. All lanes of the highway were reopened as of three p.m. That's scary. No kidding. You know I've seen that before. I was like driving by a uh, somebody. It looked like somebody was almost passed out at the wheel, and there was a state trooper trying to help the guy get out of the car. Right, and you could see the flames coming from underneath the front of the car. Yeah, that's a that's a scary situation.
0: I've never uh, been in a burning car. Uh, I'm uh, knock on wood. I hope I never will.
1: No, I don't think that would be very pleasant.
0: Burning car or you know, car and like uh, you know, being submerged into water. Two things I am I am not real crazy about that idea.
1: If I if I'm gonna be in a burning car, it's gonna happen like it did to John Candy in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, where he's uh doing the mess around and he's. Smoking the cigarette and it drops between his legs. And right, he gets his hands caught in his jacket, and then all of a sudden he can't get out of the car. And
0: yeah, no, I, I, let's say I, that's why I don't I don't smoke cigarettes in the car. Be a
1: comedy of errors. A fire started by a bolt of lightning burned down multiple buildings at a farm in Amherst on Friday. Now their rebuilding process is getting underway. Recovery is in full swing at J and J's farm in Amherst after a devastating fire over the weekend. The Amherst Fire Department made it clear that this was a freak accident as a lightning strike found its way past defenses, and uh, the ambient heat from the original fire caused it to spread to additional buildings. The owners of the farm emphasized they have the fire department to thank for saving their house and Pioneer Valley farming community for leaping into action to help them rebuild. Mm-hmm. Still in shock, uh, kind of like I don't believe it, the farming community and just the general public. It's been a constant steady flow of can we do this, what can we do here, and can we bring a machine, said Mike uh Waskovich of J&J Farms. I believe I'm pronouncing that right.
0: J&J and Farms. Yeah, you got that yeah, pronunciation that right. The, you uh, know, what's amazing about this whole thing and I was looking at the, that story yesterday mm-hmm. is that nobody was hurt, none of the animals perished in the fire. No. I mean, that's when you consider the enormity of this fire, how you know, how yeah. how many buildings were then affected by it, that nothing nobody got hurt or the you know, the animals survived. That's pretty pretty amazing.
1: It's it's just it amazes me that, you know, lightning a lightning strike. Look at that church in Spencer too. That yep. happened on the same day. You know d- just how fast like things just go up. Like it- it's not like you know when people say oh, yeah, there's a house fire, like you think you have time. There's no time. Like, the flames just keep uh, going up and burning that thing up.
0: By the time it even registers to your smoke alarms or even in, you know, mentally that your house is on fire, it's almost almost like too late. Yeah, you can't you can't go and start recovering things and then run out.
1: And then uh, 22 News was important enough to tell you that around 5 p.m. on Friday afternoon, the 22 News crew could see flames and smoke billowing out of that uh, that that barn in Amherst. It was but, crazy. Glad they could see it. The uh, Amherst Fire Department spent most of Friday afternoon putting out that massive blaze, along with assistance from Hadley, Northampton, Pelham, Leverett, and Belchertown. A GoFundMe has uh, more than uh, nine hundred donations of eighty-seven thousand dollars as of Monday afternoon. Wow, that's pretty good. That's good. Well, wow, that was Monday afternoon. What's it up to now? It is ninety-eight thousand. So there you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see.
0: Uh, you know, when the uh,
1: when the community comes together and helps out somebody like Oh well, yeah,
0: you know, this is one of those things where, you know, uh, I mean, you're absolutely right. People can be very generous. Yeah. You know, when uh, when they see a story like this and you know, they're moved by it. Like, you know, who's not moved by a like a dairy farm fire? How do you not feel bad about the about that? Everybody needs milk. Everybody milk uh, needs butter, milk, butter, yogurt, cream for your coffee, cheese, che- with uh, no doubt. And you know, f- listen. Farming is hard enough. Never mind having your your property uh, you know get struck by lightning. Curds and whey. I like curds. I'm not a big fan of the whey. What is whey anyway? Well, when they uh, when they separate when they make cheese, yeah, Steve. What they do is um the the milk curdles, okay, mm-hmm. and it separates. So you got the uh, the big blobs of of curd. Mm-hmm. Everything left is the whey. Ah. and that whey can be used in in other things, but it's it's basically just milky, salty, nasty water.
1: There's only that one uh, uh, one little nursery rhyme of that being, you know, referenced. Right. It, was that like a popular meal?
0: Curds and whey. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know of many people you know sucking down mugs of whey it was Miss Muffet
1: did. She chugged that way. She curds in way.
0: Yeah. I, you know, the, the Why you would give a kid, you know, like spoiled milk and whey, I don't, I, I, I don't know.
1: That, that tuffet must have been very dirty.
0: Well, but comfortable. But, yeah, but you know, I mean, obviously there needs to be an extermination, uh, you know, protocol. Yeah, I would think so. Bugs all over the place, talking spiders. A moose was
1: spotted in a 22 news viewer's front yard on Sunday. How do you know there are 22 News? Here? What if they were like watching Western Mass News and they accidentally sent the email over to
0: 22? Maybe they sent the email to both 22 and Western Mass News.
1: You know, what I, uh, when I was in college, I applied for an internship. I applied for multiple internships, and I applied at uh <clears throat> at 22 News. Yeah. And I applied at uh, at WMAS, right? Okay. But I uh, inadvertently sent the wrong cover letters to the two, you know, that, you know, one was for 22. So, so got, you,
0: it's the one you sent to, to uh, WMAS that said, Dear Barry Krieger.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, right. Yes, exactly. Dear Barry Krieger.
0: And the other one you sent uh, to 22, you said, uh, Dear Dick McDonough.
1: Yeah, Dear Dick McDonough. I miss Dick McDonough. But I you anyway, not? Uh, but, yeah, Yeah. so I sent the wrong letters, and then I never heard back from either of them. I mean, I did eventually get hired over there, but then, you know, that was, uh, that was beyond. I think everybody forgot that I sent the wrong resume in. Or the wrong they're cover
0: they're used to receiving well, uh, inadequate resumes over there.
1: But now, with my experience, this is going to be my uh, this is going to be eighteen years for me coming up here. Wow! In August, right? Look at you. And uh, from all the time that I've been reading all these news stories, it almost seems like I should have been a shoe in for this job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sent the wrong information. You're hired. In fact, we would like to immediately put you into <laughs> management. Uh, anyway, uh, a viewer sent a video of the moose in the front yard on Sunday. He said the moose was in his yard in Ludlow for about 15 minutes before it went into his backyard, then down the street. Uh, moose have roamed the forests of Massachusetts, but, in the, but by the early 1700s, unregulated hunting and extensive forest clearing for pastures and farming by early settlers led to their disappearance, according to Mass.gov.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it, was this moose? Like an escapee from the Looper Zoo? You know how they've had uh, their problems this year?
1: No. No. This was a wild moose.
0: A wild moose. Yes. Hanging out in Ludlow. Mm-hmm. Moose? Go, you know, like going like, go to like Festa every year and like uh, standing in line for a Bafana. I'm Ye- sorry. We don't serve moose here. We serve beef. Well, you have moose head beer. Not at at that festival, you know. Uh,
1: Moose, like deer, lack upper incisors, so they strip off twigs, plants, and bark rather than snipping it neatly. Moose also eat large amounts of sodium-rich aquatic vegetation in the summer. Mm. Ooh, I like sodium-rich aquatic vegetation.
0: I love it. Uh,
1: I love it! I love it! If you're lucky enough to see a moose, stay a respectful distance away and try to avoid startling the moose. You know, speaking of that, I read this article over the weekend of this lady out in uh, I think it was like Yosemite uh, National Park
4: mm-hmm.
1: that she's she's t- she jumps over this thing to go take a selfie with a bison, and and like is like literally yeah. inches away from this bison's face. Yeah, and, and-
0: the the bison is not exactly photogenic.
1: A- and everything worked out okay. I mean, she's in trouble for disturbing the uh, the animals. Right. But uh, everything worked out okay. I was just really hoping that would end with her getting gored by the bison. Like, yeah. you know what? The F around and find out kind of method.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, like, like like let's just say the bison's kind of like Harambe, And yeah. has, has like a real attitude problem. Yeah. You know? And has to act up. Well, they, they noted that they would have had to put
1: this bison down had it had attacked this woman through, through no fault of its own.
0: Yeah. Actually, you know, when you think about it, the bison showed a great deal of restraint.
1: I bet you, I because the bison looked pretty calm, but he was also probably like getting annoyed deep down inside. Like, yeah. listen, if this broad comes any closer to me, I am going to gore
0: her right in the... You know what? You think he's thinking yeah. that, or you think he's thinking? Oh, not today, lady. Not today. Well, I, I, mean, I am not crossing that line. I've seen other people do it. I'm not going to be the next one.
1: He's gonna, she's gonna be bison dinner, right? I don't think the bison eat meat, do
0: they? No, they are primarily herbivores. Herbivores. if you if you are plant or your name is herb you're in big trouble
1: your uh, pioneer valley forecast today going to be uh cloudy to start then possible rain showers this afternoon with a high of 73 tomorrow partly cloudy with a high of 70 it's 52 right now in downtown springfield i'm steve nagel and that's the news on rock 102 oh yeah
0: Rock 102 102 Springfield Classic Rock at 650 and the Kinks. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It is going to be uh, cloudy and then rain showers today with a high of 73. You know, there's an air quality advisory uh, because of this this wildfire smoke from Quebec. Mm -hmm. Early risers might have seen a red sun Tuesday morning. The red sunrise was due to wildfire smoke spreading over New England from Quebec. Uh, according to the National Weather Service. While it might look cool from inside, officials are warning people with health concerns to stay indoors. Sensitive groups should avoid prolonged outdoor activity today as smoke will reach the surface.
0: Well, that's uh, that's it for me. I'm staying inside.
1: Well, I don't think you had any other reason not to stay inside.
0: I had no plans to go outside. I mean, but uh, if i got to stay inside, yeah. you know... <laughs> I I don't want the I don't want that smoke uh, messing with my lungs.
1: The air quality alert has been issued until midnight on Tuesday in Massachusetts. The alert is issued when fine particles, uh, or I'm sorry, fine particulates concentrations within the region may approach or exceed unhealthy standards. So there you go. No, yeah, well,
0: that's good to and know.
1: It's in effect until midnight tonight.
0: Uh, The Big Bonk and Smoke is coming back to the Log Cabin. Wednesday, June 21st. This is literally right around the corner, and tickets are on sale now. It's a great night out right on the side of Mount Tom, and it is a lot of fun. Cigars from Cigar Room 2, T-shirt from G. Jinx Custom Printing, and a premium food spread, which, as you know, the Log Cabin is known for. Details, tickets available at rock102.com. Also, you can uh, purchase them in person at the Cigar Room 2. You can buy some cigars while you're there and bring them with you. You don't have to smoke just the cigars we give you. You can, bro- you can smoke your own. BYOC. Absolutely. Bring your own cigar. Cigar smoking is not a safe alternative to cigarettes. you got to be over 21 with a positive ID to enter. It's the Big Bonkin Smoke, June 21st at the Log Cabin. It's brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Really? Yes. With any luck, the weather be perfect.
1: Uh, I'm reading this, uh, this story here. For two hundred and fifty
0: thousand dollars, you can
1: live under a bridge. How about that?
0: Uh, I get news for you. I could probably live under the North End Bridge for free.
1: Well, you probably could. <laughs> I'm waiting for the internet to load the stupid story yeah. because it. Uh, oh, here we go. It's in uh, California. Uh, getting into the housing market in Southern California can be both daunting and confusing if sticker shock. Uh, doesn't do it for you. It doesn't scare you off. Finding a property that fits your lifestyle can be even hard to come by. With Los Angeles and the surrounding communities experiencing some of the highest housing prices in the nation, many first-time buyers are looking for something affordable that won't be a money sink. And uh, it offers a little bit of charm. A recently listed property in the San Gabriel Valley appears to check all those boxes if you're willing to squint a little. The one-bedroom, one-bathroom home in Alhambra has captured the attention of buyers across LA the realtor uh, tasked with selling the property is hoping to strike the balance between affordable starter home and fixer-upper but the property is truly unlike anything you've ever seen the single-family residence is actually below street level down a staircase and embedded into the side of a bridge overlooking uh, the some kind of river there it must be one of the most affordable waterfront properties in Los Angeles <laughs> If you're willing to put up with the home's uh, novelties, if you will. It's uh, definitely the most unique listing. Built in 1949, the home has a patio that overlooks a ditch, as well as a rooftop patio about the size of the home itself. The rooftop patio is actually located at street level, uh, only a row of metal fencing separating it from the street. (laughs) It looks weird. It really does look weird. It's almost like... um, it looks like it was like an old uh, like highway uh, thing, like a highway, uh, like you know where they uh, like a maintenance facility kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. that's what it looks like.
0: Yeah, you know, I know. I've uh, seen a lot of people living under a bridge, but usually they're homeless. I mean, they don't have like a you know a, like an up you know, like an upstairs downstairs rumpus room or you know they don't have anything like that.
1: Well, I I wish my dad were still alive because he would get really drunk and go. I'm just going to go live under a bridge and become a ward of the state. <laughs> he used to say that all the time. Really? He was going to go live under a bridge and become a ward of the state.
0: Uh, this actually does look kind of like a cool place. Yeah. I mean, it, it is weird, but it, yeah, you're right. It does kind of look, like, look like that.
1: I wouldn't want to live in that, though. No, but. Yard.
0: Yeah, but you know you don't have to mow anything. It's a little cramped, I will say.
1: Yeah, but you might get hit by a truck walking out of your front door. Well,
0: perhaps, but, you know, that could happen if you're on the side of the street, too. That's true. It's uh, just about 6.56 at Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Folks, I don't know
0: if any of you are aware of this, but the French Open is currently underway at Roland Garros in uh, Paris, France. Oh, I know, with the NBA playoffs and the Stanley Cup finals and the series finale of succession, hard to focus your attention on one more brutal, highly competitive nightmare on TV. But I swear to you, there's a big tennis tournament being hosted by the French, and that's pretty competitive too also being surrounded in controversy following a match between Russia's Daria Katsukina and Elita Svitolina of the Ukraine. Many of you tennis nuts probably are already aware of this, but on Sunday following their fourth round matchup, a situation occurred where Svitolina stated that she would not shake hands with any Russian players through their country's invasion with the Ukraine. Now, while that does show some questionable sportsmanship in a literal sense, I don't think by... I'd be shaking their hands either, but that's only because I happen to have an incredibly immature and spiteful uh, demeanor. However, when Svitolina defeated Katsukina on Sunday in two sets, it was the Russian who failed to reach out for the handshake. Instead, she simply offered a thumbs up, a gesture, which with Svitolina then returned. And as a result, it was Katsapina who was met with a crushing round of boos and insult from the crowd. Uh, yesterday katsakina spoke to the media to say that she felt bitter because in her opinion i was booed for just simply respecting my opponent's position not to shake hands now on one hand i think she's right getting booed is probably unnecessary i mean it's Not like the Russian invasion of the Ukraine is the fault of a 26-year-old Russian lady even if she's the ninth-ranked tennis player in the world. On the other hand, her home country is also being run by a bunch of bloodthirsty tyrants with little regard for human sovereignty. And while that sort of thing is never going to get resolved in a tennis court, there are worse things you can do to reach out and shake hands. Believe me, I've shaken hands with some of the worst people in the world. People I couldn't stand, but that's mostly because I lack true conviction. These two, on the other hand, well, good luck with all of that. But hey, if of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Ego 21-inch self-propelled lawnmower from Rockies runs on battery power. No smelly gasoline. It starts with a touch of a button, and it's quiet. Best of all, it's got all the same power as a gas mower. Get the Ego Power Plus mower at 649 at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch.
3: Rock 102, Springfield's classic, classic rock.
0: To Springfield's classic rock, it's 7:09 and the Police with Bax and Rock 102.
1: Gonna be uh, cloudy uh, pretty much most of the day, and uh, maybe some rain showers later on today. in a high of 73. There is an air quality advisory because of wildfires out of Cubert,
0: Quebec. Whatever. Cubert is a video game from the late 70s, Steve. I love that game. It's a it's an adorable game. You know, but to it, that's, climb
1: the triangle on the cubes and
0: all that stuff. Yeah, but that's you know. not that's not what's happening out of Canada.
1: Well, well, well. There you go. There you have it. Hey, uh, how about a round of "Am
0: I the A-hole?"
1: Uh, yes. yes. Hmm. Ah, this one uh, is about getting a dog. Am I the a-hole for getting a dog, even though it means my family cannot stay at my house? My younger brother is very allergic to dogs. I love them. I've wanted one my whole life, but I couldn't have one because it would be bad for my brother. And I never held this against him. I just understood that it was a medical thing and it would be stupid to risk his health just for me to get a dog. Mm -hmm. However, I've recently purchased my own home in a different state than my family, and I got myself a dog. His name is Bradford, and he's a Husky. It's my dream dog. I posted pictures of Bradley on my socials, and my parents saw them. They said it was irresponsible of me to get a dog because of my brother. I was like, WTF, dude. I literally live hundreds of miles away from them. Our next-door neighbor had dogs when I was growing up. It's not like it'll affect my brother at all. Right. They said they were planning on asking if my brother could stay with me while he attended college, which was news to me. I said it probably would have been a good idea to let me know they were planning on that since they do not own my home. (laughs) They also said that they helped me out through school, hoping I would help them out when it was my brother's turn. And once again, this was news to me. They said I needed to get rid of Bradley. I told them to invoice me for their help and not bother me again. They keep trying to contact me, but I'm not interested in hearing it. I waited 26 years to get a dog and he's not going anywhere. They think I'm being an a-hole for prioritizing my dog over my brother and how for uh, offhandedly I told him to bill me. So, am I the a-hole?
0: I'm going to say you are not the a-hole. I think the a-hole in this situation are the parents.
1: Yeah, how is this person irresponsible for not knowing we haven't told you information?
0: Well, it's not even that. She's living hundreds of miles away in a home that she bought. He or, rather, he or, or, or she, that, it doesn't matter. It, it, a home that they bought, and yeah uh, you know, it's their home. It, it, it's it's not the parents' home. It's not the brother's home. How often, apart from this, uh, this idea of sending uh, the brother out for school, how often was the brother really going to go out there to visit?
1: Well, somebody's suggesting here that uh, this poster uh, cut them off very fast and very much suspect that the brother is the favorite and spoiled one you know the 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 one that they're catering the needs to yeah, maybe well i guess so but yeah he's not the the a hole in this situation. no or not they are
0: not the well, not actually. the not at all the uh, homeowner is in the right
1: uh moving on to another one yes am i the a hole for giving away my friend's ticket to the taylor swift concert and leaving without her <laughs> so a long i should probably read this like a valley girl okay so like a long time ago i 20 female Bought four tickets to the Taylor Swift concert in our city that happened this past weekend. It was going to be me, Marissa, Haley, and Aiden. We're all besties from high school. Everyone paid me for the tickets and planned accordingly. We were planning on getting there pretty early to hang out for a bit. Everyone knew this plan for a long time, but for some reason, Marissa couldn't or didn't get off work. She's a server at a breakfast restaurant and normally doesn't work too late. This was on a Saturday, by the way. I also have an older sister who lives in this city and who really wanted to go, but she couldn't. She begged me to be a backup in case anything happened we don't live very close to the city like an hour drive sometimes longer so we planned on leaving at like 2 p.m. and around 1 I started texting everyone to get ready because I had to start picking people up and Marissa told us she should get off around 12 but she didn't say anything when I texted the group I texted her individually and called her no response I started picking up everyone and she was the last person to get I kept calling and we waited outside for her house for a bit I said F it so I went to the door her uh her Somebody answered and said uh, Marissa had not come home yet. Together, we decided to leave without her. We got 20 minutes into the drive when all our phones started blowing up. It was Marissa apologizing and saying there was issues at work and she had to stay, but she's speeding home and she'll be ready in 15 minutes. It was like 2.30 at this point. (laughs) Aiden called her and explained what happened, and I couldn't hear her... I could hear her screaming her head off at him. He eventually hung up on her. My sister met us there and zelled Zelda the money to Marissa in the exact amount she paid me. We had a total blast. I'm asking if I'm the a hole because none of us have heard from Marissa ever since apologizing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, these are first world problems. These they poor are first people. world
1: problems. And you know what? This whole idea of one person holding the tickets. Can't you just dole those out and email them? Like, okay, well, why don't you listen? I get it. You you were at work and you couldn't make it, and we're already on our way to the show. You can drive yourself. Here's the ticket. What's what's so wrong about that? I don't know. And, uh, you know, for for the one person to be holding all of the tickets, I mean,
0: I guess it's kind of rude that the girl didn't say anything. I mean, all right, but you don't know what she was facing at work either. I mean, she right. I mean, there could been no way she could have contacted anybody. Yeah, I think this girl's the a hole. I think so too. Yeah,
1: yeah. This person says, "Yeah, you're the a hole. You killed a friendship for thirty minutes. You still arrived a few hours early for the show. You wanted your sister to go instead of your friend anyway.
4: Yeah.
0: And what's <laughs> what's more important, a Taylor Swift concert or or, or a, a longtime friend?
1: Well, I mean." Uh, Blood, was not it? What's the what's the term blood before? I, uh, 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 Blood mean? is thicker than water. Blood is thicker than water. Yeah.
0: yeah so, you know, you're going to take your sister over your friend. I guess, but still, I mean, it wasn't, uh, this it, was a matter of a, of a slight bit of impatience and a lack of communication. It
1: sounded like she didn't even like Marissa at all.
0: Well, obviously. Yeah. No duh.
1: Oh, my God. Marissa is, like, working hard and, like, <laughs> Trying
0: to better her life. Yeah, yeah. None of us have jobs. Yeah. None of us have work that interrupts our fun.
1: Well, obviously, she had enough money to buy the four tickets to the show. Sure. Even if the people are going to reimburse her, she still had enough money to buy those tickets. So Let's just say she got them for 500 bucks. That's just... Uh, okay.
0: That's two grand. Yeah, I mean, it's a big expense. But, I mean, nevertheless, I mean, if you've got plans, you know, you've you got to do what you can to, you know, make sure that there's everything is... Everything is figured out, including the distribution of tickets. I think that, that solves all the problems.
1: I don't like having uh, having other people hold my tickets.
0: No, I don't like that either.
1: I'd rather give that away. You know what I mean? Like uh, You have your ticket. I bought it, or you bought it, or whatever, but it's yours. You keep it.
0: I'd rather have my tickets on my cell phone so I can just scan it when I'm there. That's a great That's way to do it. That's probably
1: what she did, but she probably didn't send her the ticket. Yeah. She had them all to herself. Uh, Here's another one. Am I the a-hole for telling my wife she shouldn't attend a family wedding if I'm not invited? Last weekend, my thirty, my he's thirty-four, and my wife, thirty-five, female, received an invitation to her eldest sister's wedding. The invitation states that she and our three children are invited, with no mention of me. Uh, Four seats have been reserved in the honor of wife, child, 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 child. Uh, I was insulted and thought my wife would agree that is rude. But after she spoke to her mother to clarify if I really wasn't invited, she said she's still planning to attend. I said it would be fair for her to go without me. And I don't give my I don't give consent for my children to go without their father. She said I'm being unreasonable as her nieces and nephews will be there. And it's a big family event. My argument is that if it's so important, the whole family attends, then I should be invited. If not, then it can't be important, and sh- we sh- uh, she shouldn't go. So who's the a-hole here?
0: Uh, I would think the the, the real—well, one, we don't know whether this guy is an a-hole because there's not enough information about what he's all about. That may would have made the family think he's not worth inviting. But I think it's a mistake to not invite the spouse of one of your guests.
1: Uh, I guess he admits that he had cheated on the wife— oh well
0: okay that's a little bit different but nevertheless well um,
1: but then somebody says you're you're the a-hole you're a cheater actions have consequences you need to live and learn to live with yours i wouldn't want you at my wedding either Ooh. all
0: right that's smart but you know uh the the wedding should not be about whether he cheated or not it's just you know there's listen uh, i think the I think he should have been uh, invited. I mean that's the the courteous correct thing to do. There were I mean there's certainly people at my wedding yeah, and but- I'm not going to name names that I had really no interest in having there whatsoever. I'm I'm sorry. No, it wasn't you. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, you know,
1: if you're not invited to a wedding, take that as a gift sir. <laughs> Like please, like take yeah. that as a gift. You don't have to sit through somebody's vows. You yeah. don't have to sit through the cupid shuffle. You don't have to eat uh, your meal in three parts.
0: You don't have to do any dancing.
1: Yeah, you. I, I know you're missing out. Maybe you're missing out on like a filet mignon or something like that. But the reality is, when you're cooking for that many people, it yes. never, it's, it's always it's has has to be not always. Same, a good it has to be the same temperature. You can't get it the way you want it. Wouldn't you rather sit at home and take a bunch of edibles and eat Hungry Man dinners all night by yourself?
0: You know, Steve, when you bring it up like this, you're absolutely right. That's that's a much better option. They did you a favor.
1: Yeah. You like Hungry Man dinners? I like Hungry Man dinners.
0: Haven't? I to be honest, I haven't had one in so long. I
1: had one a couple of months ago. Yeah. It was it was pretty good. It was the fried chicken. It was the Hungry Man Swanson fried chicken, right, with the uh, with the little br- with the little crappy brownie that it comes with, Uh-huh. and the corn right next to it. So then, by the end of your done, the corn is mixed in with the brownie. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I That's like a- corn brownies. I prefer to leave corn away from my brownies. Are you Sure. Yeah, no, I'm I, yeah. I like I like a good separation.
1: Uh, you want another one? We got time. All right. Am I the a-hole for choosing my brother's school bully over him for my wedding? <laughs>
0: Jesus, uh, what a theme we got here, huh? Well, there's
1: there's so far there's only been one not the a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> my brother in middle school had a bully, Max. School kind of sucked and didn't do anything and uh, didn't do anything about it. I'm four years older than my brother Max, and I didn't have the money to go to college, so I spent a few years saving up cash. I went to a community college, and Max was there with me. We were in the same track, so we worked together before. I didn't, I don't, didn't get close to him until my grandfather died, and my family didn't tell me until the day after the funeral. Okay. It was uh, rough, and he really helped me out. I brought up uh, his bullying, and he told me he will send a letter to apologize. My brother got it and basically said, "I don't forgive him," which is in his own right. I'm 34 now, and I, I'm still close with Max. He's uh, being my best man. I told my family this. <clears throat> And most were happy since they know how much he has helped me out before. My brother, on the other hand, hates it. He won't come to my wedding if he's invited. Uh, We got in an argument saying you just can't be in the same building and not talk to somebody. He claims it's the principle of it and won't go to the wedding unless I invited him. That I am picking a bully over him, but it's been almost 15 years and he's helped me out so much. You know, uh, that's a tough one because... uh, People do leave a lasting impact on you, and depending on what the bullying involved, right? You don't. You tend to not forget that.
0: Yeah, but you know, people can change a lot in the course of fifteen years.
1: I, I understand that they can, but in the victim's perspective of sure. things, sure, it might not be as easy to let that go and say, "Yeah, I get people change."
0: All right, but, uh, you know, th- th- this is this is a tough one because, you know, while, you know, bullying should not be tolerated under any circumstances, as far as I'm concerned, um, if this same bully has uh, like a change of, uh, you know, has has changed significantly when now, you know, he's helping the brother out in a real significant way and not just like in a, in a, in a superficial way. Right. Well, then I think yeah you have to, you know, reconsider that, you know, maybe – some bullies can change i mean i you know listen i've had uh, experiences where uh some of the bullies that i knew uh many years ago turned around and wound up being very very nice and very and very pleasant and we had a you know pleasant conversations as a result of it but you know that that doesn't happen in every situation uh, but of course i'm not it's not a he or me type of thing in a you know an right. invitation kind of thing but i mean i know I can understand that you know sometimes people bully because of where they're at in their own lives, rather right. than just because they're jerks.
1: Right, because they're suffering from something of their own and they need to take it out on other people. Right, I, 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 this Made is a, that
0: right jerk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So your little brother and his mangina can't come to the wedding, ah, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did come to the wedding? Oh, it's good to see you. Hey, what's on your shirt? Oh, I got your nose. Why don't you wear your little hand or pants to warm your cold heart, huh? Oh, it's so good to see you. Hey, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Yeah, why are you hitting yeah, yourself? Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a very successful round of
0: M.I. Uh, the a You're absolutely yeah. right about that. It's 723. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Dilatory fees included in $50 price for qualified accounts, plus
2: $5 per month without auto pay.
0: Debit or bank account required. It's six twenty-seven with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: and eh, Dan Brown will give you the forecast.
0: Hey, uh, believe it or not, there's a whole other side to, uh, to classic rock, and Bax's musical podcast is where you can find out a lot about that kind of stuff. Uh, talk to the, some of the great legends of rock, new wave, alternative, metal, punk, even to producers and authors and record executives and a lot of up-and-coming artists, too. This week, I'm talking to Carlos Alomar, the uh, musical director for David Bowie. Played on 11 of his albums. He has performed on over 30 gold or platinum r- records during his amazing career. It's an outstanding interview with a really class act. And he's going to be a part of the David Bowie World Fan Convention, that which is going on this month in New York, with, uh, with and tickets are still available for that. So Carlos Alomar on the podcast. It's all brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. Find them online at ZNMHomes.com and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh,
1: Have you ever been into something so much you'd spend a lot of money uh, to get the item?
0: Yes. What did you buy? As you know, I happen to have a rather large uh, record collection in my home, and I may or may not have overspent on a certain CD that is very rare and hard to find. And so... I may have overspent on that.
1: All right. Well, uh, maybe you're a TV enthusiast uh, who has $675,000 just
0: right. lying around. I'm talking about my item being uh, about 100 bucks. Okay. <laughs> Nowhere well, near, near $600,000. Uh,
1: the Cheers bar, the bar that was actually used on the set. You've probably seen this story. All sure, over. yeah. Uh, $675,000 at an auction over the weekend, garnering the highest bid among nearly 1,000 props, costumes, and sets from classic TV shows. Offered up from a collection amassed by one man over more than three decades, Heritage Auctions said that the item sold during its three-day event that wrapped up on Sunday in Dallas brought in over five million dollars. What other? I want to know what they, else they had there. They oh they had what is it? Uh, the set where Johnny Carson hosted guests on the Tonight Show went for two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Wow, that's, that's crazy. I know. What are and, you going to do with that? You going to put it in your house? The original Batman and Robin costumes worn by Adam West and Burt Ward, six hundred fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, you could you could set up the Johnny Carson thing like they did the Merv Griffin set on Seinfeld, where you know he starts having guests coming into his house.
0: Steve, welcome to the show. Is it possible that you look more handsome than the last time I saw
1: you? <laughs> right, right, right. But I I I would want to go to one of these things just to see what they have for auction. It'd
0: be kind of neat, you know. The Cheers bar would be kind of cool to have, but not for six hundred thousand dollars. You know, I mean, you could you could probably build a bar that looks very much like the Cheers bar, yeah, for a fraction of the cost. Oh, well, yeah. Have like a is there like a Dana Plato
1: crack pipeline around? there has got to be. You know, like items yeah. like that. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see unique items from from TV shows. Yeah, like
0: like Arnold's dead fish in the, in the, the same exact bowl. Yes. So that would yeah. have been good.
1: I don't think that was a real fish. You don't think so? No. You don't think
0: Abraham was the real
1: fish? No, and speaking of uh, different strokes, I want to watch the cartoons that uh, uh, Gordon Jump was showing <laughs> Dudley and, and Arnold in the
0: back of the bike shop. I don't think you want everything in that uh, from that episode. Well, I, t- I, t- I told you. I said, you know, uh,
1: as as hard it is to watch that show, that particular episode, he was right. Ice cream and cartoons are a good mix, especially when your shirt is off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just
0: like the creepiest thing you've ever said. I'm
1: not talking about with kids. I'm just talking about In doing general. it by yourself. Oh, okay. You're sitting oh, on the couch. Right. You're eating ice cream. You're watching cartoons.
0: Well, I can't argue with you on Jordan that
1: Gordon Jump is absolutely right.
0: <laughs> it's 731. <laughs> news is next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert. 734. We're back to Nagle on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Big Y, your family market. Sign up today to save with a My Big Y digital account. It's more than food. It's my big why. Visit your local dealer today. Here's local radio icon, Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. The state's Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance, the DCAM, if you will. You ever, DCAM. Do you ever get the DCAM?
0: I used to put up uh thing, uh, like those boxes of decon to get rid of like uh, varmints and bugs.
1: No, nope, this is something completely different. Well, they decide which uh, construction projects in the state get financing and just how much. It just published a new report. That looked where a new Roderick, Ireland courthouse could eventually go.
0: Where will they be putting it?
1: Uh, Well, that's what they're trying to find out. People who work at the Roderick, Ireland courthouse in downtown Springfield have been advocating for a new building for years. Last year, a report found cancer-causing mold in the building, which led to a settlement agreement where the trial court brought in cleaning crews to remove the mold. DCAM is now looking at 13 locations in Hamden County for a new courthouse. 11 are in Springfield, including 125 Liberty Street, which is a medical building, and the former municipal hospital site at 1400 State Street. Two of the uh, options are in East Longmeadow on Shaker Road and Maple Street.
0: Where the hell are you putting it on Maple Street?
1: 70 Maple Street. Let's see where that is. I don't know where that is. Well, we got to go check that out now. Seventy Maple Street, uh, East Longmeadow, Mass. Let's see, where are we going here? Oh, it's uh, Where sh- it's right in that. Con- oh, it's probably the medical building next to the the that plaza there, where the Shelburne Falls is. There's like a there's like a medical building there. You're
0: gonna next- put the courthouse there? Well, I don't know. Well, that's not. Wait, no, Shelburne Falls is on Shaker Road.
1: Well, what's 70 Maple Street? Where is, why am I looking at the wrong? Uh,
0: let's see here. I, I, don't, I don't even know where 70. I can't, even, I can't even picture where they would put this on Maple Street.
1: Well, there's a space there that's available for building on. There's a sign when you click on the Google Maps thing. It's right next to that little uh, uh, ice cream shop that's a train station. It's across from the Dunkin' Donuts.
0: Right oh, across okay. from the Dunkin' Donuts. There's oh, like so a there, yeah, there's yeah, there is property a, back there. Right, right. Not so not would, where the baseball field is.
1: That would be ridiculously inconvenient.
0: You imagine that you're the tr-
1: not that close <clears> to the <throat> highway.
0: You're not. Well, I mean, you're not that close to the highway up on State Street either.
1: Yeah, I guess. But you are a little but- bit closer. A little bit easier to get to on State Street than it would be to get to in East Longmeadow. Yeah,
0: yeah I got to tell you. I, I mean, East Longmeadow seems like a—never mind the fact that it's East Longmeadow. The fact that we're talking about—all right, so there is a commercial property. Let's see, that's 94. I don't even know, man. I, there, there is there is some commercial property over there, but, you know, you've got residences over there. you got businesses over there. Uh, yeah. Plus, you're talking about right at the rotary. You got that. You got a, a bunch of cars go. go. Yeah, you're replacing you, the busiest yeah. courthouse in the state of Massachusetts, and and thinking about putting it on Maple Street. Yeah, when the buses are coming out of the high school,
1: that would be you would have, near the rotary. You would have to redesign that. Remember we were talking about that a
0: couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You have
1: to redesign that whole thing.
0: That's that a terrible thing. idea.
1: Anyway, uh, another option is uh, across the river in West Springfield at 379 Riverdale Street. The report ranked each location and coming out on top was the current site of the courthouse at 50 State Street. But Mayor Dom Dom says he wants to see the new courthouse built along the Connecticut River between Clinton Street and Avocado Street in the city's north end. In a statement in response to the report, Dom Dom said, I made it very clear. I'm in the full support of the relocation of the Roderick Island Courthouse, even though it has Ireland in it. To uh, the North Riverfront area. This would be the game changer for the city of Springfield. It brings, light de- it brings to light development in the north end of our riverfront, and most importantly, it brings with it some additional housings uh, to the city, which is desperately needed. Also, includes restaurants, boutique shops. You can get yourself, you g- let's say uh, you get uh, you get out on bail. There's a flower shop next door. You can go bring flowers to your mother to tell you you're sorry that you did all that stuff.
0: Uh, you know what, uh, is that, that at that point? Uh, address on West Springfield? What? I don't know if they're talking about this or across the street. This would be the, the Bel Air Motel or across the street next to the McDonald's. Where is the historical commission to save that building? Do you know how many very famous people were impregnated or uh, or uh, or, <laughs> or yeah. where conception took place at yeah. the Bel Air Motel? Do you know how many illegal sexual transactions took place? Now, there is a a lot between the McDonald's and uh, the Belize Honda location. They could build it there, but, you know, Riverdale Street's got its issues, too.
1: Again, you'd have to, like, do reconstruction on the whole roadway there to make it more accessible.
0: The thing I like about Avocado Street is you do have easy access to the highway to get to the courthouse and out of there.
1: I thought it was pronounced Acevedo.
0: Avocado. Whatever.
1: Um, but yeah, you're right. It does have easy access on and off the highway. Right.
0: I don't know. The East Meadow idea. Uh, strike that right away.
1: Uh, let's see. A uh, Pelham man was arrested in Chicopee following a traffic stop on Monday. According to the Mass State Police, a trooper assigned to the State Police Barracks uh, was observing traffic on i 291 eastbound near the Exit 5 ramp in Chicopee when he saw a gray Honda Accord cross over the white lane before correcting back onto the roadway. Police said the trooper then entered uh, traffic and caught up with the now speeding vehicle to conduct a traffic stop at the uh, intersection of I-291 and Burnett Road. The driver, 32-year-old John Davis of Pelham, initially gave trooper a different name and date of birth, but his true identity was soon discovered after the RMV inquiry also revealed that Davis had two active warrants for his arrest. He was then removed from his uh, vehicle and placed in custody. Maybe he used that guy's name from yesterday. My name is Johnny Sustash. <laughs> I own
0: a convenience store. Have you ever dumped cocaine down a sink?
2: Yeah. Oh,
4: no. yeah I don't know. <laughs> I don't know
2: what you're talking about.
1: Uh, he was transported to the Spring, uh, State Police Springfield Barracks, where he was booked and held for uh, court without bail. So, Oh, well, there you go. That's, uh, that's what's going on in the heroin trafficking uh, out of Pelham.
0: Didn't realize that oh, it was such a... a, a, a a hub for that kind of activity.
1: Well, that's a, that's kind of like going away from your uh, your location. Pelham and and Chicopee are a little too f- far apart.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a little. I guess you
1: got to travel for work sometimes.
0: I suppose, but you know, you got a whole marketplace just you know waiting for you to be a little bit closer. You know, for those, those those you know drug emergencies.
1: Right. Yes, the drug emergencies. There's a whole lot
0: of drugs. Where do you got to go, Pelham?
1: Well, it's kind of like calling the marijuana delivery guys.
0: Yeah, duber.
1: But that's legal.
0: Yeah, but if you could find a way to expand that business to include other forms of uh, illegal narcotics and drugs, you know, now you're talking about a real windfall. Now you got a little side hustle going on. Yes.
1: The Dakin Humane Society in Springfield is in an urgent need of help. The shelter is now overcrowded with cats and dogs, and dogs and cats. Cats and dogs and dogs and cats and cats and dogs and dogs and cats and cats and dogs and dogs and cats and cats and dogs and dogs and cats. And the situation is getting worse as a large number of animals continue to arrive. This week alone, the shelter has taken in more than a hundred cats and dogs. Am I crazy, or is that a lot of cats and dogs?
0: That's a lot. You ever you ever been in Dakin Yes. It's not that big.
1: No, it's not big I mean, at all.
0: The building is big, but the areas for the dogs and the cats are are it, it, space is real limited.
1: Well, they have enough, at least to hold the uh, the ones that they have now. However, they also have pets up for uh, other pets up for adoption. They are now asking for the public to help by becoming a foster parent or by adopting. As of uh, yesterday, Dakin has a total of two hundred and sixty-four animals sheltered. Many of them are scared and come from high-stress environments. Wow. Uh, Lee Chambers, the media and development specialist at Dakin, uh, said that summers are usually their bus- busiest season, but those numbers may be higher than ever this year. You know, whenever the economy starts to tank or really, you know, gets into full recession mode, mm-hmm. that's when you see people who can't afford to take care of their pets. <clears throat> you know, and-
0: Yeah, you bring up a really good point because when the economy starts to to get tough, you know, things like dog food. I, I, I spent $75 on a bag of dog food last time.
1: I, I don't know why you're doing that.
0: Because, you know, I give my dog high-quality grub.
1: Well, I do, too. Chewy.com, 35 bucks.
0: Yeah. It
1: goes right to your... Matter of fact, <clears throat> in Huntington, of all places, I decided to try this Chewy thing out for the first time last year. How'd it taste? It was delicious, by the way. Uh, But it... it it was there. I ordered it on a Saturday. It was there Sunday. The FedEx guy really? pulls into the driveway with the uh, with the chewy uh, bag.
0: Yeah, so I kind of like uh, still going to the local guy so can buy a national product.
1: It's expensive though. That's the only thing.
0: Man, I, and, and, I couldn't and, believe how expensive and, it was.
1: And that's another one of those things that has significantly jumped in price. Which you'd think, you know, it's just dog food. How much could it really cost to put together? But the like the bag at Costco used to yep. have the $28 bag for the big one. Now it's like 35 or 36 bucks.
0: Exactly. Not only not only that, but the the cost of veterinary medicine. Mm-hmm. What a racket that is.
1: Yeah. Is it a racket, or is it just like one of those things that you just have to assume when you have a pet? Oh no, no, no! There's,
0: there's no doubt you have to assume you yeah. know the health care of your pet. That's that. That's just a, That's just natural. But you know, when you go and uh, you're paying a fortune to care for the dog that you love or your cat that you love, and they're jacking you for several hundred dollars just to walk through the door, I call that a racket. It is kind of. It's a racket. Yeah, it's a racket. The whole big racket. Now, having said that, I love my vet. We will continue to use that vet, and it will go there every time that my dog has the sniffle.
1: So they uh, they
0: sit, they put to
1: put it in perspective, last year at this time, it was only 71 pets that they brought in a week. Which is still a lot, but now it's 100.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, if you love an animal, you love a dog, go out and, and get yourself one because- whether it's Dakin or TJO, they're both great places.
1: Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast the air quality issue or advisory has been issued by the National Weather Service due to the uh, Qu- uh, Quebec. Uh, Québec. Whatever. Actually, it's Quebec. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Wildfires, and the smoke is going to be in the air, and that's not going to be over until midnight tonight. So uh, make sure you're not breathing that in. Don't go outside today.
0: Yeah. Stay inside. 73 for a
1: high tomorrow. High is 69. Giggity. It's 53 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Some-
0: rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 752 in the Rolling Stones with Bax Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It is uh, going to be cloudy with an air quality advisory in effect due to some wildfires up in uh, uh, Q-Town. Quebec. Whatever. That place. The whole uh, province. Yeah, it's, it's going to be bad for the rest of the day, so uh, try to stay indoors if you can, if you have some kind of allergies. And, uh, yeah, there you go.
0: You uh, could be one word away for your chance to win $1,000 uh, weekdays at 8, 11, 2, and 5. That's when you'll hear the keyword to, to cash. And uh, i got to tell you, it, it's the easiest contest ever. You hear the keyword, and we'll announce that in just a few minutes. You enter that keyword into rock102.com before midnight for your chance to win $1,000. <laughs> play every weekday to increase your chances of winning it could put a thousand bucks into your pocket it's the keyword to cash brought to you by textmefortires.com kim keogh the nielsen team livian keller williams and rock 102 springfield's classic rock
2: how about we get into it yep now hear this with bex and nagel on rock 102
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a uh bar in Australia. Yes. Had to cancel an event and then apologize because the concept of it was about giving women free drinks based on their bra size. Here are uh, some local women talking
0: about it. I'll be like, what are the managers thinking? I would try and go somewhere else for sure. No, yeah. I wouldn't go there.
1: I'm not quite sure with it sending that type of message out. Not, I don't think I'm comfortable with it now. Well, uh,. I mean, it would have worked out for some well-endowed ladies out there, don't you think?
0: Well, yes, Steve, but uh, ultimately, it doesn't just, uh, unfortunately, sexualize these women in a way that is somewhat inappropriate and demeaning.
1: There used to be a bar, in, uh, and it might still be there, uh, in Worcester, called the French Connection. Uh Uh-huh. And it says, or it said on the outside of the sign, ladies, welcome. Like, it was the affixed sign. It wasn't like somebody just hand-wrote that. Like that was their theme. Like, ladies, welcome to the French Connection.
0: You Certainly don't get the East Hampton School Committee out there.
1: No, and then uh, and then I worked with this guy. His name was Skeeter. He was a mechanic. Skeeter. Yeah, Skeeter was a mechanic at the at the uh, at the choo choo yard, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Skeeter, uh, who was uh, missing a few teeth, and uh, you know, uh, well, it could happen. Thing uh, went to the French Connection one Sunday afternoon uh, during Christmas shopping. After Christmas shopping, he decided to have a few beers and shots with his friends. Mm -hmm. And then uh, some lady that was in the French Connection wanted to dance with Skeeter. And uh, while she was dancing with Skeeter, she then left after making out with him and him only to find that his $450 in his pocket was gone. She took the money. Really? Yeah. Who would have thought that a shady place like the French Connection, that has a sign that says "Ladies Welcome" on the outside of it, would be a shady bar?
0: Actually, I'm I'm more kind of uh, shocked that a a place like that would have a patron with $450 in his pocket. Well, well, actually, and then
1: the next year, yeah, he got he got laid off right before Christmas. Oh yeah. And when he came in to pick up his last paycheck, he brought his kids with him and introduced him to the boss as the man who ruined Christmas. Hey, kids, this is the guy that ruined Christmas for you. It was like one of the most uncomfortable yeah. things everybody had to witness. Yeah. But, but hey. Good life lesson, Point though. taken, right? Did you know that uh, pineapples are eating you? They are. Yeah. When you're eating a pineapple, you're actually getting stabbed by thousands of tiny needles called rapides, and those needles contain calcium oxalate, and it pokes holes in your cell membranes. It's why you get that irritated feeling when eating pineapple and other fruit like kiwi. Here's uh, Dr. Karen Raj talking about it.
3: Pineapples contain a proteolytic enzyme known as bromelain. This, combined with the natural pineapple acid, starts to chow down on your meat. It breaks down protein. And since your body is made of proteins, the pineapple tries to digest you, starting with your tongue and mucous membranes in your oral cavity. Oh, that
0: English accent. That's, That's annoying. Amazing. I love pineapple. I eat a whole lot of it. Do you? I do. I actually eat a lot of pineapple.
3: Well, it's eating you.
0: Eh, nah, it's all right. Had worse. Have you? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, here's a pregnancy reveal that features a spirited mother-in-law whose screams hit an ear-splitting level when she figures it out. You might want to turn your radio down for this.
0: Okay. Hey, what is this? Yvonne, we saw how much you love the beach, and with somewhere around the corner, we're to send you our
2: newest beacon stainless tumbler. Let us know what you think. What the hell is this? I did not order that. Am I viral? Wait, are they sending me gifts? What is it? I did not order that. Is there anything else oh, in there? something
3: else in there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, my
1: She sounds like Estelle Costanza.
0: I was thinking between yeah. Estelle Costanza and Marge Simpson, somewhere yeah. like right in the middle.
1: She thought she was getting a promotional package in the mail, but then it was actually just a piece of mail letting her know that, that she's, she's going to have a grandma. grandchild. Yeah. Well,
0: that's yeah. Yeah, warm
4: and well, fuzzy.
1: Well, that was an uneventful uh, <laughs> now here. I mean, I have one more. I guess we could do it, right? Sure. Uh, and uh, Chewhawk is an Asian elephant living in Cambodia. He lost his foot on a poacher's snare- but as giving him a new prosthetic, allowing him to walk, swim, and run again. A prosthetic for an elephant. Okay. Here is uh, Cam Whitnall, who runs Paradise Wildlife Park and Big Cat Sanctuary, and the 44-pound prosthetic foot.
4: This here is a prosthetic foot, and we're about to go put it on Chook, the Asian elephant. Chook sadly lost his foot to a snare when he was young. So the team provide him a prosthetic foot every six months. First, they clean it to reduce any infections and sores. And the foot goes on, which is made from recycled tires and plastics. And this is all done through positive reinforcement training. He's given a juicy coconut as a reward. And now he's able to walk, run, and swim freely without any pain.
1: And now he'll be able to sing Elvis Presley tunes at the (laughs) the
2: Hookie Wow. (laughs) God,
0: come on. What? 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 That's not not
4: right.
1: He was at our show. He took the leg off. He showed everybody. If
0: Ray wasn't such an outstanding guy with a great sense of humor, I'd I'd hold you down while he beat you over the head with his guitar.
1: I'm glad we did one more. It's (laughs) 7.59, and that's Now Hear This with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rockets, eight twelve and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, It is going
1: to be, there's an air quality advisory until midnight tonight because of the, how do you say
0: it? Quebec. Quebec. You can even say Quebec if you're, if you're, Quebec. Yeah, if you're Canadian, you can say Uh, Quebec.
1: So that's going to be like all day, and there could be some spotty showers today with a high of 73. So there you go.
0: Uh there you go.
1: Oh, by the way, I got yeah, yeah. waiting for you to do
0: that. <laughs> good thing, I yeah. was looking at one thing and this would have gone right past me. It's time for the keyword to cash, thousand dollar keyword. Today's keyword is the word, and I quote, gift. That's gift. G is in G I'd like to win a thousand dollars. I is in I would like to keep a thousand dollars. F is a word I will not use, and T is there goes a thousand dollars. Uh, you go to the uh, the keyword to cash page on rock102.com. Enter the word gift for your chance to win a thousand bucks. You'll have until midnight tonight to enter that word. Again, the word is gift. G I F T. Good luck from Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock.
1: Uh, what is that saying? Something. Never look a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, yes. Yeah. What does that mean?
0: We did this whole two in yeah, the, did birds the two, uh, two in the bush thing yesterday. I, I, I don't even really know what that uh, what that means.
1: Well, now we're gonna have to find out. I, we got this other story, but we can find this out. Never look uh, gift horse in the mouth. Origin. Okay. Uh, The phrase, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, originates in St. Jerome's commentary about 400 A.T. on
0: Paul's letter to the
1: Ephesians. Oh, that was the worst letter
0: Oh, see, yeah, I I wasn't a big fan of that. Give me a Deuteronomy any day. Uh, Dear Ephesians, you'll never make
1: it in the big book. (laughs) In Latin, the uh, proverb is, never inspect the teeth of a given horse. So well, it's that, like that, that somebody cool. somebody gifted it to you, so don't worry if it's got any uh, abnormalities to it.
0: Yeah, you got yourself a free horse. Well, I'm really glad we
1: we cleared that up. Thank goodness. You like ice cream? I do. Uh, a local man, this is out of Enfield, a local man who works part-time as a lieutenant in Massachusetts County Sheriff's Department was charged Friday with public indecency after engaging in sexual activity in the parking lot of an ice cream shop... Uh,
0: and outside a nearby barbershop.
1: Okay, I don't know how to get rid of this ad that just popped up on the screen. There you
0: go. Okay, there you go.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, at an ice cream shop in a nearby barbershop. 51-year-old Todd LaFond of Bradley Circle was charged with second-degree breach of uh, peace for the incident, which is reported about 7.40 p.m. Friday, according to Enfield Police. LaFond was released on $2,500. Bond isn't due back in court On June 22nd, public indecency and second-degree breach of peace are misdemeanors, each punishable by up to six months in prison and a $1,000 fine. There's no really details, though, on what happened.
0: No, but I think you can assume quite a bit.
1: Uh, LaFond said he is a part-time lieutenant of the uh, Hamden uh, County Sheriff's Department, is a special officer with the city of Springfield. A spokesman for the Hamden County Sheriff's Office said LaFond is a per diem deputy doing occasional road work patrols. Uh, Mr. LaFon's status as a contracted deputy is under review, where conclusions can include penalties of up to termination, um, according to Enfield Police Sergeant Stephen Austin's report. LaFon was engaging in sexual activity. I'm I'm really getting annoyed with these pop-ups. Okay. Ads on this thing, he was engaging in sexual activity near children eating ice cream. But Austin's account of information officers received from two witnesses didn't mention if the children saw the incident. The report said the incident occurred in the parking lot of Smythe's Ice Cream on 75 Hazard Avenue. One witness said in a written statement that she heard a noise coming from a truck with its door open. She said mm-hmm. the man in the truck uh, closed the door and drove through the parking lot toward a barber shop on Palumba Drive. She said he was blasting sounds he was making through the truck's speakers. Another witness uh, told police he caught the man in the midst of a sex act and told him, You need to get out of here, the sergeant reported. The witness said the man then drove out of the plaza, according to the report. Austin said uh, the area where witnesses said the truck parked isn't easily viewed from the ice cream shop, but is adjacent to the heavily traveled Palumba Drive. A witness gave police a picture of the truck with its license plate and two officers went to Lafon's home to speak with him. Lafon admitted to officers he had been engaging in sexual activity. Uh Lafon thought he was uh, in a secluded area, but acknowledged he apparently wasn't. Lafon blamed the incident on a Bad lack of judgment.
0: Oh yeah, that was a that was a big uh, big mistake. You know, I uh, not for not for nothing, but if I were going to self abuse myself in the parking lot of an ice cream shop, that yeah. would have to be some pretty damn good ice cream. It would have. I mean, like really good ice cream for me to to rise to that occasion.
1: Um, w- the mood striking you at different locations. <laughs> like, I,
0: I know. I mean, sometimes it has a mind of its own. But I've never had like a, like a, like a cone of Rocky Road that said, <laughs> "Man, this this thing is really doing it for me right now."
1: You know, if you want to get frisky with somebody or frisky with yourself, yeah. You know, you can save that for when you're home alone and uh, you know, or locked a uh, locked bathroom door, perhaps. Right. Uh, maybe with the the your reading materials and sounds there. Right. Why do you need to go to a parking lot of an ice cream shop and barber shop?
0: I don't necessarily find that immediacy <laughs> is the thing that really guides uh, my actions. You know, yeah, you know, I, I I can usually find my way to get home or you know somewhere where I know that I'm absolutely cannot be seen under any circumstances. Yeah, what, like what? like in a library or a, you know, like a Barnes and Noble.
1: Well, I mean, we we hear about this quite a bit where you know Barnes and Noble. That's the place where you want to do that, because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing else to do at a Barnes and Noble, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, we've heard about this. You know, people like doing this in their in the parking lot, and then obviously others seeing them. It's almost like this exhibitionist type of, oh, like look at me.
0: Yeah, there's like
1: a- like they're waiting for some you know uh, slutty woman to come over
0: and go, do you need some help there, big which, guy? Which, by the way. Is never going to happen.
1: I see you're rubbing Rob Reiner. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah,
0: that's the kind of thing you see on the internet. It's not something you ever see in real life. It's just I don't get
1: why you wouldn't <laughs> want to take that home with you.
0: I, well, maybe he was uh, going to take it home with him. I mean, after all, it's uh, I, I don't know how far he was from his own home, but it sounds like uh, you know he was
1: adjusting the antenna.
0: Yes. Yes. Right. Abusing the wicked stick. Exactly. Arguing with Henry Longfellow.
1: A- exactly. Backstroke roulette. Pulling the tailpipe, you could say. Ba- basting the ham. Yes. Uh, battling the purple-headed yogurt He swinger. was yanking on the catalytic converter. Yes. Burping the worm. <laughs> Or choking the sheriff and waiting for the posse to come. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think it's be, I, I
0: don't think the sheriff is going to be too good about that one. Uh, you know, feeding baloney to the Smurfs again. You know, I, 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 there's there's a certain amount of situational awareness that every man has to go through when he's got himself an itch that has to be scratched. Yeah, a parking lot with an ice cream shop and a barber shop. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm telling you, that's I'm, not I'm, the place. That's what I'm saying. I was
1: like, there's many. The place should be in private. Yes. And, and I guess if you're going to do it in your car, go like park in a wooded area somewhere and Listen. like like how bad do you need to hold the sausage hostage? <laughs>
0: I have a list.
2: I, I, really? Oh, you're yeah, not
1: yeah. coming up at the top. No, of your no, head. it's not right off the top really? of my head. Oh yeah.
0: my God! Here I was, and here I was thinking this. You're just spontaneously uttering these awful I things. I like
1: I like looking for clues with Fred and Daphne.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's eight twenty-one with Bax and Nagel of Rock 102. Two. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8:29 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Uh Dan Brown can give you the forecast, but uh, there is a air quality advisory until midnight tonight from some wildfires that happened up in Canada. And uh, uh, Canada. Whatever, whatever. But uh that's uh, you're going to be able to, they say you're going to be actually able to smell the smoke again.
0: Today. Really? Yeah. It's a smoke work. from a distant fire. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah, like one that's of my right. favorite uh Sanford Townsend band songs. Really I thought it was the Sanford and Sons who did that. No,
1: that was uh uh that was uh, uh, Red Fox. Red Fox. Yeah. Williams.
0: Sorry. Wilson. Yeah. Sorry, was, yeah, anyway, uh yeah, so uh be careful out there if you're if you're uh one yep. of those people that likes breathing in oxygen.
1: If you have asthma
0: or um, uh that's asthma, what Steve. Ever, dude. Asthma. Hey, you and your college, your six-year college no, degree. No, listen, it had nothing to do with college. It just has everything to do with being able to pronounce a couple of words, simple words like asthma in Canada.
1: Yeah, okay. I know you're just making that up now. No, I'm not, yeah. I am not making that up. Uh. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll discuss this off the air while we have news to come
0: we at 8:30 with Backs and Nagel and Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast.
3: Partly to mostly cloudy skies today with a smoky sky as well. There is an air quality alert with some reduced visibilities. You may even be able to smell the smoke from the wildfires in Canada. Temperatures today will top off in the low to mid-70s. There'll be a couple of showers around this morning, then a downpour, perhaps an isolated thunderstorm this afternoon. The bulk of the day will not be raining. For tonight, we'll have a mostly cloudy sky, still a smoky sky. Temperatures will fall to around 50. For tomorrow, we'll have clouds, a little bit of sunshine, still perhaps a bit of a smoky sky. A spot shower, high temperatures tomorrow right around 70. And for Thursday, mainly cloudy, a shower or two. The bulk of the day is dry with highs in the upper 60s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. This is Rob Schotton of Senior Vice President and Commercial Loan Officer at Munson Savings Bank. With over 150 years of banking experience, Munson Savings knows how to help your business succeed. We have business lending power, and our team is ready to put that strength to use for your business. We offer custom commercial loan solutions for businesses of all types and sizes with fast decisions made locally. We're here for your business banking and lending needs. Contact our team today or visit munsonsavings.bank. Member FDIC. Your husband? Yes. Your dentist? No. Your brother-in-law? Yep. How about you? Are you a good candidate for laser vision correction surgery? Not everyone is. Proper evaluation is the first step to laser vision correction. There's one doctor who takes this step seriously. One doctor who has done far more evaluations than any other. Yep, you got it. Dr. Nancy Balin. Balin I.
1: Trust. I LASIK. I trust
3: Dalen Eye. Find out if you're a good candidate. Make an appointment with Dr. Nancy Balin at the Balin Eye and Laser Center. Dr. Balin has performed over 8,000 LASIK procedures. Blade-free, virtually painless, helping men and women just like you live without the hassle of glasses or contacts. The first step is proper evaluation, and experience counts. Balin Eye.
1: I trust. I LASIK.
2: I trust
3: Dalen Eye. Special financing is available with approved credit. Call today, 800-436-EYES. Dr. Nancy Balin, the Balin Eye and Laser Center. This week's Shop Tuesday is the Riverside Pub. Today at 9 a.m., you can purchase a $50 gift certificate for only $35 to the newly opened Riverside Pub on River Road in Agawam. The Riverside Pub has a riverfront patio, kino, live music, a never-ending menu with everything from loaded potatoes and burgers to delicious entrees like chicken parm. And on sale now, you save 30%. The Riverside Pub, now available for purchase on the Shop 30 store at rock102.com.
0: So, you're thinking of tinting your car. But did you know the guys at 413 Pro Tint also do residential, commercial, and marine tinting? It's perfect for rejecting heat, and with the UV block, it also stops fading on floors and furniture. And it's energy efficient. Kevin and Corey have over 40 years combined experience. So don't bring your vehicle where they're training on your car. Go see the pros at 413 Pro Tint. Because if it's glass, they've got you covered. With the highest quality American-made films and the best warranty around. For tinting on your vehicle, home, or business, call 413 Pro Tint in Springfield at 413-438-8468 today and give them a like on Facebook. 833. We're Nagel Nagle and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Go to Gary Rom today. Get 0% financing. On Select Models, here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bags. A woman from Feeding Hills has been arrested concerning the so-called street takeovers in Connecticut on Monday. According to Connecticut Connecticut State Police, 20-year-old Hannah Bartolucci was arrested along with two other men from Connecticut. Troopers say they spotted Bartolucci's car driving side-by-side with another car going over 120 miles an hour on I-84 at 143 in the morning. The uh, <laughs> other vehicle was operated by 37-year-old... Tidnessy William Torellis Hernandez, or Ted, from Waterbury. Uh, they were both charged with racing, reckless driving, reckless endangerment, uh, first degree. Uh, Torellis Hernandez faces an additional charge of improper use of color lights and high beams. I guess you're not supposed to have those blue lights on your, uh you ever see those? Yeah. The headlights that have look like kind of like uh, cop lights. Yeah. That's
0: good. Am I, I going to have to remove mine now?
1: Yeah, those are illegal.
0: No, that's too bad.
1: Both of their vehicles, such as the Toyota Camry operated by Bartolucci and the Hyundai Veloster Turbo that was operated by Torres Hernandez, were seized as evidence in the investigation. Troopers say they also witnessed a stolen car at Danbury conducting a drag race and what appeared to be a drag chute attached to the car at 11.26 p.m. on Route 9 in Berlin. You have a freaking parachute on the back of the car to slow you down because you're going that fast. <laughs> like one of those, uh, one of the, you ever see those, uh,
0: yeah, like a drag, like
1: drag, a drag a, race. Drag race yeah. yeah. Uh, that driver, 43 year old floor Hiram Santiago of Meriden is facing 10 charges and being held on a $500,000 bond. Uh, Santiago was also wanted by the East Hartford police for a larceny first degree. The arrests were made following months of work from law enforcement agencies including the FBI focused on street racing. The Connecticut State Police, along with the FBI, are continuing their efforts to stop these illegal street racing events within the state of Connecticut.
0: Well, you know, we were talking about drag racing in Springfield for like the longest time. I haven't seen much of it, and, you know, it's too bad because I really had my Toyota all souped up and ready to start to, you know, really burning yeah. some rubber out there you know
1: i th- i think this story is uh, bigger because uh, what you're going to soup that thing up
0: oh I t- that thing is totally ready uh, that's a that's a muscle toyota right there
1: do you say to your wife, hello, lady. Would you like to hop in my low rider and let's rotate these tires?
0: Yeah, and then yeah. and I and then I play low rider by War.
1: Ooh, there you go. Yeah, I would play Uptown Girl. That's a good one too.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a- yeah, totally appropriate for drag racing.
1: Uh, you know, I think the story it's because a woman was arrested. Typically, women don't get arrested for things like this, and the only reason they caught her is because she probably stopped and asked for directions halfway through the drag race. Steve. You yeah. know, I
0: I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but yeah. there there's a chance that uh, your statement may be seen as somewhat insensitive and sexist. I'm I'm not wh-
1: what? How many women ra- drag racers get arrested?
0: Not Dude, very many. I once. Uh, do you remember the television show Happy Days? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember a character on that show, short lived as it may be, uh, Pinky? Tuscadero. I do remember Pinky You do? Tuscadero. Okay. Yeah. Well, Pinky Tuscadero, if you recall, mm-hmm. was, I believe, introduced to that show uh in a in a uh, 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 uh what it was the uh, a, a demolition derby episode where oh, yeah, Fonzie is uh is, is uh, in a demolition derby with the uh Malachi brothers. Ooh, the Malachi and, and and uh and Pinky Tuscadero is also in one of the cars. Steve, a woman is is perfectly capable of being in an illegal uh, drag race like any other man, and oh, it's I, you know this kind of misogyny and sexism that uh, cause so many problems with women as they try to enter into the illegal drag racing world. It's I mean yeah, it's a man's game, but it's nice to know that sometimes a woman's been able to break through that glass ceiling and do this much dirty, <laughs> filthy drag. Uh, drag, drag racing in the middle of uh, <laughs> middle of industrial areas, as any man could possibly do. Yeah, she's
1: only 20 years old. She's got a whole life ahead of her. Yes, of she racing. does.
0: She's barely hit her prime in drag racing.
1: Yeah, what is prime for drag racing? Uh,
0: 22, 23.
1: Yeah. When death occurs, when you're driving over 120 miles an hour on yes. I-84. A fire started by a bolt of lightning burned down multiple buildings at a farm in Amherst on Friday. Now their rebuilding process is getting underway recovery is in full swing at j and j's farm in amherst after a devastating fire over the weekend the amherst fire department made it clear that this was a freak accident as a lightning strike uh, found its way past defenses and the ambient heat from the original fire caused it to spread two additional buildings the owners of the farm emphasized that they have the fire department to thank for saving their house and the pioneer valley farming community for leaping into action to help them rebuild the owners said they hope to have the farm stand up and running over the next few weeks And they were planning on uh, how to get a harvest of asparagus in uh, yet on Monday at around 5 p.m. Friday afternoon. 22 news crews, they just want to let you know that they saw flames and smoke billowing out of the barn. The Amherst Fire Department spent most of the day, uh, most of the afternoon, putting out the massive fire along with assistance from Hadley, Northampton, Pelham, Leverett, and Belchertown. Hmm. GoFundMe has... more than 900 donations so far uh, for a total of $87,000 yesterday uh, I afternoon.
0: I just looked at where it's at. Yeah. Now at $101,000. Well, there you go. That's awesome. There you
1: go. I mean, it's it, it sucks that they have to go through all this, but at least, and that is important to have that GoFundMe money. Yeah. Because the insurance, you know, people are like, ah, oh, you're insured.
0: Yeah. Okay. You might be insured, but. That doesn't mean the, the insurance company's going to pay for everything. In yeah, fact, pretty more likely they won't. No, matter of fact, the
1: insurance company will come out and go, I don't know about this, uh, you know. And eventually you might get paid out, but it's the time and the process. Those things take like yeah. sometimes years to, to to finally settle with an insurance company, especially if you have, uh, you know, if you're taking issue with one of their uh, arguments to
0: you. $50,000 goal, already, over, already doubled that. And you know what? That's awesome. Because yeah,
1: yeah, good for them. That's,
0: that shows the generosity of the community, and uh, that's awesome. I hope uh, J&J Farms gets back on track, and this will help.
1: The uh, Mass State Police posted on Facebook Sunday afternoon of Trooper Timothy Martin capturing a fawn on I-91 in Holyoke. Trooper Martin was on his way home on I-91 South after completing his day shift where there was a traffic jam ahead of him. He moved in front of the line to assess uh, wh- the, what was going on, and then he saw a fawn. Approximately a week old, in the roadway with several concerned drivers stopped to corral the frightened animal. To prevent the front fawn from darting across the uh, median onto I 91 northbound, the drivers kept the fawn behind a line of scrimmage as Trooper Martin ran to capture it. Trooper, a line of
0: scrimmage? Yeah, they
1: basically lined up. They got in a line to really? block it off. They where,
0: where was the play clock? Human sat?
1: barricade,
0: huh? Where was the play clock?
1: Well, you know, then they had to stop.
0: Yeah, that right, of course.
1: Trooper Martin uh, channeled his speed and agility, reminiscent of his younger days as the captain of his high school f- dodgeball team. What what is this? <laughs> with his dreams of being as fast as his favorite New England Patriot wide receiver, <laughs> Tyquan Thornton. <laughs> State Police posted on Facebook. Uh, is that somebody having fun with him? I hope so. I hope so. Trooper Martin channeled his speed and agility reminiscent of his younger days as the captain of his high school dodgeball team. Hey, that's why you go through these drills. Mass State Police want you, dodgeball guy. (laughs) I think somebody said that. I
0: don't think he said that. We not only want people that can throw balls, we want people that can avoid them.
1: The fawn was taken into custody and brought to a safe location. Put cuffs on the fawn. Was was his hooves (laughs) cuffed? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do hoof prints too? Can Can I get a drink of water? When we get back to the station, you can get a drink of water. Well, there's a pond right over there. Or I can have sex with it <laughs> and everything in between. <laughs> All right, get in. I think we should end it there. What oh, do you think? come on! Yeah, we have a guest coming up anyway. It's uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is going to be uh, rainy uh, later on this afternoon. There is a uh, air quality advisory in effect from the uh, wildfires from Canada. Uh, Canada, com- whatever coming down uh, here so just be careful with that that'll clear up by midnight tonight 74 for a high today tomorrow mostly sunny with a high of 69 Giggity. it's 56 right now in downtown springfield i'm steve nagel and that's the news on rock
0: 102 ah yeah rock 102 springfield's classic rock it's 850 and smashing pumpkins with bax and nagel on rock 102
1: uh cloudy today with an air advisory for those that wildfire smoke coming from
0: canada uh,
1: Canada? Whatever, dude. Whatever. Uh, so that's going to be in effect until midnight tonight, but mostly cloudy and a chance of some uh, thunder showers here and there.
0: You know, there is a ton of really exciting stuff that's going on at MGM Springfield this summer. In fact, it's already begun. You know, Free Music Friday started uh, on the 26th. Uh, this week, Brass Attack is going to be there—the uh, the hottest horn band in uh, in all of the states. So,
1: I I was there for Brian Dimage,
0: and uh, I can't. I'm looking forward to a Uh Yeah, well, those are those are good bands. There's no question about it. On the phone <laughs> right, right now, the uh, the president of MGM Springfield and COO Chris Kelly. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing?
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Thrilled to be here
0: with you. Hey, great great to have you.
1: Chris, I I, I got to tell you, those those free music Fridays are uh that's quite the experience when we did the the, the uh, brain damage show uh about a week and a half ago. So many people coming out to downtown. It's nice to see downtown busy again.
4: You know, I couldn't agree more. We started that uh 3 years ago in the middle of the pandemic and it was a time when folks really couldn't gather indoors. A lot of our musicians hadn't played in a while and so we made it free. We put the invite out there. People came, and we've been doing it ever since.
0: Yeah, you, know, you also did it uh, during the uh, the winter time too. You did it indoors, and yeah, you know, and I think I w- we were there for like the one of the first ones. And yeah, you know, really curious to be to, to see how you guys were going to do it. And it was it was it was great the way it worked out indoors. But bringing it back outdoors, I mean, it just has a totally different feel and a, and a great vibe to it. And, and the bands you got are all the bands that, that, uh, that people would expect and, and, and more. Tell us about about you know what's different from this year as opposed to previous years of the Free Music uh, Fridays.
4: Well, there's a couple of big differences, um, and you guys have been great partners all the way through. The first and the most important is we actually extended the season. Um, and so we started with Memorial Day. We're going to run this year all the way through Labor Day, so that's a few weeks tacked on. We've also increased our partners in the area, bringing in white line. We have a, uh, a shot shed, which I'm really interested to see what that looks like, uh, where we'll be serving drinks. We've got a bunch of food trucks this year, even more than last year, and just hoping the, uh, the community comes out, enjoy some time, a free evening. Last week, we didn't get lucky on the weather, but we're feeling good about this Friday.
1: Yeah, that, that was another thing I wanted to ask you about. Uh, you know, Obviously, you can't control the weather. Uh, but are there m- like makeup shows that you're going to do for these, or is it just a-, a lot of the amount of time that you have to, to-, to do this?
4: Unfortunately, we-, we schedule these out months in advance, and these are popular yeah. local bands, and so uh, we're really reliant on the weather. I've been trying to control the weather for the last three years with marginal success, <laughs> yeah. Um so no. we're, uh, we're hopeful uh, we get a good season this year. I-,
0: I believe only Bill Hornbuckle has the ability to do that.
4: That's correct, that's
1: correct. Listen, you can bring 5,000 people to downtown Springfield on a Friday night, but you can't control the weather? What kind of COO are you?
0: How many miracles can you perform? Um, We're working on it. This is uh, Chris Kelly from MGM Springfield. You know, there was uh, another announcement not that long ago, I believe uh, late last month, about some of the other things that that MGM is doing, the expansion of certain things, you know, new bars that uh, are going to be around the area. Uh, you, know, you know, additions to tap and and, uh, and stuff like that. Tell us about some of the things that that you guys have got planned.
4: Yeah, it's really an exciting time to be at MGM Springfield. And and first, I'll hit the entertainment side. You know, we are an entertainment company. We bring people together. We've got uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler this week at Mass Mutual Center. We've got Bruno Mars coming this weekend, the first time he's been to the city of Springfield. We've got Santana coming in August. Bill Burr. So we've got a packed entertainment schedule but on property we've also been able to expand our hours at costa we've added lunch four days a week to tap we just opened our lobby bar in the hotel it's one of my favorite parts of the property we just opened our pool bar and so there is no shortage of things to do when you come out onto these uh, 14 acres
1: yeah but what's to do down there
0: Chris? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what can i do to <laughs> occupy
1: my time yeah you know uh the one thing i, I really like about that is the the, the Going back to the concert things, is the is the food trucks outside? Is that is that going to be like a rotating uh, bunch of food trucks? I know you have your staples there uh, through MGM, but then you know there was the uh, the butcher block was there last week. The malicious farms is that going to be like a rotating thing?
4: Yeah, we you know we look for opportunities to to partner with our our vendors in the area. We've got some really talented um, culinary uh, food truck operators, and so you'll see different operators flowing through there. And and that's a great way to introduce uh, them to our community. At the same time, it just adds to the event on our campus as well. So it's a win win.
0: Now, not to to get too far ahead of ourselves, because this is much later on in the year. Um, I think it's also safe to say that uh, the Mayflower Marathon will be back. At uh, at MGM Springfield this year, and this is kind of exciting for us, uh, uh, Chris, because this year we and we finally got, we finally, we got, finally figured out the numbers. We finally got the actual uh, numbers on this. This year we will celebrate our 30th Mayflower Marathon, so we're really looking wow. forward to being back there in the in, in the uh, the lot again this year.
4: Yeah, that was that was great the way that worked out last year. Really proud to partner with you on that, and uh, we're looking forward to November.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you at the Aquanet show. Uh, I don't believe.
0: It. I mean, Brian Dimage was a yeah, great band, yeah, but, uh, but Aquanet—that's a—that's a real good one there. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's one of my favorites. Obviously, we got Brass Attack this week. We've got Trailer Trash the week after that, and so it's going to be a lot of fun. And I can't wait to see you on Friday. Awesome. Um,
0: while we have you on, I just want to add a, 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 a quick uh, question for you: S- the sports book that's now fully operational at mgm springfield how has that been going for for you guys was it was it as successful as you expected it to be or you know where does that stand with everybody
4: uh love 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 the sports book so that's a part of the property that was probably underutilized you know prior to us building the sports book and we actually built it before the legislation even passed it has been a huge win for us. If you come out on game nights, obviously our our Celtics didn't go the way we were hoping they would, yeah. but there's no more exciting place to be to watch the game, um, and it's just a great part of the property. It's really become kind of a part of our identity in a very short amount of time. All
0: right. Chris Kelly from MGM Springfield, great to talk to you. We'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. See you soon. You back, Chris Kelly with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.